Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the best offenses in the NFL, and we're going to project which offenses have a chance to be number one at the end of the season. So let's get into it, Sam. You're writing the article over at pff.com, tiering all of the offenses. I know how much you love ranking things, so let's start right at the top. Who is in the mix to be the best offense in the NFL this year? Yeah, well, I think anytime you're talking about best offense, best quarterback, all those kinds of things, you have to start with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the most obvious. They're the easiest answer. You know, as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they're always going to be right up there at the top. It's too easy. It's too simple. I'm, I'm not going to go with them. So they're in tier one. They'll be at the, the top end of this. But if you're looking to kind of predict, you know, who could potentially be this dark horse tier one type of offense, a team that could actually be the best offense in the NFL this season that not everybody is going to be uh, focusing on. I would take a punt at the Cleveland Browns. I just think Ooh. that offense has been moving in the right direction. It looked really good down the stretch last year. Baker Mayfield was one of the best graded quarterbacks in the NFL in the second half of the season. And again, I keep coming back to this idea of we haven't seen yet this entire offense put together with Odell Beckham Jr. in, you know, as the thing is with everybody on the same page. I just think that this is the season that Stefanski's offense, Mayfield, the number one offensive line in the NFL, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, both locked up and ready to go. Odell Beckham Jr. All of this coming together. The Browns have the potential to be the best offense in football. Look, the, 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 the Browns are doing a great job this offseason. We rank them high in everything. Their entire roster is right. good. The offense is good. But they have done a great job of team building. And so I'm going to but I'm going to pose that same exact question we asked it during last year at the end of last year. Did Baker get better because OBJ was out or, no. you know, just, you know, despite, you know, the fact it, 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 even without him, it was like, wow, Baker Mayfield still made these great strides because I agree, like on paper, the highest ranked offensive line in our rankings just re-signed Nick Chubb, have Kareem Hunts. They can win with the running game if necessary. You know, Baker since week seven, that grading being 90 plus and being outstanding. Add OBJ back into the mix. Your guy, Rashard Higgins, being the wide receiver three. I like to evaluate offenses by looking at wide receiver three. And when you see Rashard Higgins with a 73 grade and you see Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, as the as the fourth receiver, who's a legitimate deep threat and, and monster of an athlete um, to go with Jarvis Landry and, and Austin Hooper at tight end. I mean, there's so many pieces here for Cleveland um, for your prediction to come true, though, for them to be a tier one offense. I think I think ba- Baker does have to maintain what we saw really in the second half of last year. Yeah, I mean, maintain that or, you know, get better over the course of the entire season, which I don't think is unreasonable. I mean, last season was the first year that he was in this offense. They had no time to put it all together, no preseason to work out all the kinks. Um, Basically ran into the season cold and ran right into a buzzsaw in the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first few weeks of the season. So, you know, this is an offense that does work. It's got a proven track record. It succeeded in multiple different places now. There's no reason that Baker Mayfield this year won't be better overall than he was last year. And again, even if he just maintains what he was doing down the stretch, that's a top-end quarterback. So I agree with you on the Chiefs, obviously, being the obvious choice to be up there. I like the Browns as a sleeper candidate. If we are just saying who's going to be the best offense in the NFL, though, got to look at the Tampa Bay Bucks. 
and yeah. everything that they've built. Obviously, they, they win the Super Bowl. They bring everybody back. But Tom Brady, number two graded quarterback last year at 93.3. It, it was actually using PFF War, his third most valuable season of his career, 2007, 2017. And then what? 2020, Tom Brady, new system. Bruce Arians, the guy, dink and dunk, Tom Brady throwing the ball down the field, and he played as well as he did. And now the, he did. they did that last year with Mike Evans a little banged up for the majority of the season. Chris Godwin banged up, only half a season of Antonio Brown. No O.J. Howard for the majority of the year. Now all those guys are back and healthy. You know, Tom is a svelte 44 years old. I mean, they, 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 these guys could be even better this year in Tampa Bay. Yeah, the Bucs are the other team like uh, Cleveland, where you look at the sort of circumstances surrounding everything and you think, if anything, they're going to regress positively. They're going to go in the other direction because all the stuff that was battling against them last year shouldn't be a factor this year. Again, hampered by the fact that there was no preseason and, and a short uh, training camp to kind of work out the the meshing of Tom Brady with the Bruce Arians offense, the Bucks ranked sixth last year in terms of EPA per play. So they weren't, you know, one of the very, very elite offenses in the NFL up there with the likes of Kansas City. But as you say, they had injuries to all those receivers. Tom Brady, it turns out, was playing the entire season on a torn MCL, which shouldn't be a factor this year. Um, they're going to get those guys back. The offensive line had a wobble in the middle of the year when, Ali Marpet went down injured and they had to reshuffle and the whole thing almost fell apart inside. So yeah, the, the Bucks are another one of those teams where if you're looking, which are they going to be better or worse than last year? Like the Browns, you would say there's a good chance of them being a better unit this season than they were last season. The two teams that are right at the sharp end of, of that EPA per playlist last year that I, th I think are going to be the opposite side are Green Bay and Buffalo. Those were two of the best teams in the NFL, two, two of the most efficient offenses in the NFL. But Green Bay, we've talked a lot on the main NFL podcast about how Rodgers probably won't be as good as he was last year because it was a career year. Adams might not be. There's a lot in that offense that could regress. And Buffalo is a similar kind of story. Will, will Josh Allen be as good as he was last year? Will, will that offense take a step back? So, you know, if you're looking at which direction are the best offenses in the league from last year going to go, those are two that I would sort of flag as unlikely to maintain the kind of level they were at. But I think we've named all of the offenses that are in the mix, right? As far as being number one, being the best, most efficient offense at the end of the year, the final four candidates, the final four teams from last year, Chiefs, Bucks, Packers, and Bills. And then we threw the Browns in there. Let's go to maybe some, some wild cards here. Any other teams that could emerge, that could be that best offense um, that are that are in tier two of your current rankings, but have a chance to, you know, maybe have a great season, be the best offense in the NFL. Yeah, the two that I would throw out there, one, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, look at what they were doing last season before Dak Prescott got injured. They were on an absolutely absurd pace in terms of offensive production. The receivers are all still there. The offensive line should be good again if Dak Prescott plays anything like that kind of level that will be a really really difficult offense to stop and then the other one is the Baltimore Ravens the Ravens led the NFL in EPA per play not last season but the season before Lamar Jackson's MVP caliber season now that went off the boil a little bit last year but 
they sent for reinforcements in the offseason. Sammy Watkins comes over. Rashad Bateman was the their draft pick in the first round. Bateman's been getting incredible, you know, training camp hype so far. He's obviously not alone in that. But if Bateman is a legit number one wide receiver that was missing from this offense, maybe the Baltimore Ravens offense goes back to being one of the best in the league. I'm looking at this tier two list, and all I know is I can picture, I could see it in my head. I could picture worlds where these are tier one type of offenses. The Ravens, who you mentioned, the Cowboys, who you mentioned, the Los Angeles Rams. I I don't know if it's a massive upgrade from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford, but we've seen the Rams play really well offensively, and now they do get an upgrade at quarterback. They have a good offensive line. They've got a great group of playmakers. The Seattle Seahawks, you always have to start with the quarterback. If you have a tier one quarterback like a Russell Wilson, the Seahawks have to be in the mix, especially thrown to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. But then the Tennessee Titans, I think the most fascinating one for me, because I don't think the depth of their offense is anything like any of these other teams. They've got a good offensive line. It's fine. But it really is the freak show. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, that trio, plus the way Tannehill's played these last couple of years, the Titans have been so good offensively. Yeah, they just need everybody to stay healthy. They're, they're, they're the sort of the, the offense that might be built upon the smallest number of people. You know, if, if A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Derrick Henry effectively stay healthy, the Titans will have a really, really good offense. But if any one of those guys goes down for any period of time, that offense probably steeply falls off. And Tannehill coming off of two top-notch seasons that are not in line with the rest of his career. I still want to know, is he Rich Gannon or is he just a guy, you know, a future, a star in his 30s? Or is he just a guy that happened to have a couple career years toward the end? So uh, let us know, what do you think? Who is going to be the best offense in the NFL? It's a PFF, NFL Daily. 